Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. Hi, Karen. Hello, Michael. What story do you have today? Here's one from Jane Auerbach. I always knew there were gaps in my mother's life that I knew very little about, even though the family loved to tell stories. When my mother and stepfather moved to Margate, Florida, I was living in Chicago where it was always cold. So every winter I would bring the kids down to thaw them out and we would visit in Margate. And I was there visiting one winter. Uh, I think both kids were on my mother's lap when the phone rang. So I said, I'll get it, mom. And I went to the phone and I said, hello. And someone said, I'm an investigator. I'm working for a Mrs. So-and-so, and I'm looking for Mrs. Lerner. I said, she's here. Can I tell her what it's about? And he said, well, I'm investigating because this woman who had an orphanage in New York believes that your mother is the person she's been looking for. And I said, well, my mother never worked at an orphanage. And the investigator said, this woman read a letter that your mother wrote to the newspaper. Well, now I knew it was my mother because she was always writing letters to the newspaper. And one of the columns was in either the Herald or another paper. And the question they had asked was, in what way did World War II permanently change your life? And the investigator said, your mother wrote a letter saying that she had lost her husband and then discovered she was pregnant and did not think she would survive the birth and she had gone to an orphanage in New York. And I said, no, this can't be my mother. And my mother in the other room is yelling, who is it? So I said, mom, I don't know. I don't think it's for you, but there's someone here from a New York orphanage and she's been looking for you. And my mother said, wait a minute, wait a minute. And she put the kids down and I'm thinking, what in the world? And my mother gets on the phone and she said, yes, yes, I know this lady. And in the background, I'm wondering how in the world my mother was involved with, and she said, yes, I was going to bring my little girl to the orphanage, but it never happened. So I would love to meet the lady. The lady was looking for my mother. She had known her back in New York and lost touch with her. And when she read this letter in the Herald, she just knew that it had to be my mother. The true story was that my mother was a widow. My father died and then she discovered she was pregnant and she was so depressed and so down and so afraid she would not survive. And she just couldn't imagine who in her family would be right to raise the baby. So my mother had taken herself to an orphanage in New York that had gotten some very nice publicity because it was run by a judge and his wife for Jewish orphans in Manhattan. So I said to my mother, what is this about? You were gonna send me to an orphanage? You never told me this. And she laughed, she said, no, no. She said, this happened because I thought 
very negatively that I might not survive. And when you were born, everything was wonderful and uh, the family supported me and I raised you for the first year of your life living with grandma and grandpa in the Bronx. Then when you were a year old, that's when I bought the brownstone and we moved to Manhattan. So she said, I never got back in touch with the lady from the orphanage, but she remembered my story and she had always thought about me. And uh, when she read the letter in the newspaper, she just knew it had to be me. I was very happy to hear about the story. In fact, my mother did get together and had lunch with the woman who was quite elderly by then. And uh, they had lunch and she told her the story about how she had raised me and I now had children. And it was a very lovely reunion. It was a wonderful glimpse back into my mother's life and the time when I was born and how she managed to resolve so many problems. I always knew my mother was very strong, but this was just another example of how she prevailed and how everything worked out. And it was such a lovely coincidence that that phone call came when I was visiting in Florida it opened up so many things for my mother and me to talk about, and it helped me understand so much of her early life and what it was like. And to think it all started with that letter in the Miami Herald. Jane Arabeck, a story about discovering your own history. Wow. And all thanks to the Miami Herald. It seems like everybody ends up in South Florida. You know, she was so amazed by this coincidence that she happened to answer the phone. She happened to be there. Who knows if her mother would have even told her the story. Her mother didn't tell her years earlier. So who knows if when the woman picked uh, called her, if, uh, if Jane hadn't been in the room, who knows if, if her mother would have even told her this whole thing. But because Jane ended up there to visit and because the mother ended up there and because this woman who worked in the orphanage ended up there. Look what happened. It's almost as if it's uh, it's a modern story on social media, but it was just a newspaper and someone happened to be living in South Florida. After all, before we had the Internet, people were still getting together and they were still reading about each other. It was just a different medium. If Jane's mom hadn't told her, I wonder what she felt when she found out. It must have been very strange, but it didn't happen. I mean, she wasn't left at the orphanage. It was just her mother said, you know, I was panicking. Can you imagine a woman with a small child at that time, a new widow, the country was uh, altered by the war, and her mother must have been just completely beside herself. And to me, the feeling that my mother was so distraught that she would have left me in an orphanage, <laughs> I would have felt as bad for my mom. I, I mean, she didn't ultimately shouldn't take her there, like I say, but I would have felt as bad for my mom as I would have felt for myself not knowing the story. Oh, that's that's a part of the story that shouldn't get lost is the pain her mother felt losing the father of her child. And this is a story about secrets. 
secrets, not necessarily that people are keeping from each other because they're ashamed or any other reason. It's just the things we don't know about people we think we know really well and the things we don't know about ourselves. It really opens up all kinds of questions about what are our parents not telling us or didn't our parents tell us? And what are our friends not telling us or our spouses? And, you know, we we need to have secrets in this age of uh, lack of privacy. Secrets are important, but they certainly can make a difference in our lives when we find them out. What difference would it have made to Jane if she never found out that she was not put into an orphanage? I think it's the other way around. I think she knows more about her mom. And I think it may have brought her closer to her mom, knowing that. But to know that kind of distress that a single mother feels or would have felt in that situation, I think that's meaningful. It's not maybe life-changing, but I think it was such a meaningful story that she's telling us years later. You know, this also could fall into the category, definitely, of a World War II story, which is why it was in the Herald's World War II series. And I think it's also important to remember that in times of war, people on the home front certainly suffer. They may not suffer like their loved ones in battle, but they certainly suffer as well. And we know that people during World War II in this country went through a lot. Well, thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. If our listeners have a South Florida story they would like to share, how can they get in touch with you? Send an email to cneil, that's C-N-N-C-E-I-L-E, at F-A-U dot E-D-U, and I will send you instructions on how to record your story. Our website also has information at WLRN.org. Click radio and the public storyteller. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Michael. See you next week. Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. My name is Michael Stock. The The Public public Storyteller returns next Sunday. 